Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Biggest sports lies, 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 and they come out of New England. Stone the Banowitz hit the open. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Well, give me my dirty theme music, dude. Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone the Banowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Lies, lies, lies out of New England. All lies. All, all lies. I've known it for years, but now it's been confirmed. I know my biggest sports lie, and it's the Belichick coaching tree. And it's been confirmed to me, confirmed to me, at about 1 a.m., Theo, 1 a.m. Eastern time, the confirmation. What is that, 10 p.m. Vegas time? That's yeah. nasty business getting fired on a Tuesday night, on Halloween night on a Tuesday night. But but leave it to the Davis family. Leave it to the Raiders to do just that. But I would argue it's something they had to do, nasty business. Get rid of Josh McDaniels. I wonder if, does Josh McDaniels have young kids? He seems about the age to have young kids. And I wonder if he did, did he at least like make it home, return home from trick-or-treating before he got the news? Is that what made it take so long? He was out trick-or-treating with the kids. They were blowing up his phone and finally he got back to him. Like maybe that's last year. That would be even nasty. I'm just saying, what explains a 10 p.m. firing? Four kids, Jack, Maddie, Livy, and Nina. So that's and they're what all trick-or-treat age, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I have no I'm idea. Assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming. He's a, he's a fairly, all things considered, young enough guy. I wonder if he dressed up as an NFL coach for Halloween because no. he's not one anymore. Now, now he's going to be dressed up as a stay-at-home dad. Is that too soon? No. No, ass, not right? when you're not when you're you've done your job as twice now as Josh McTaggart. <laughs> and you're sitting on generational wealth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a great He'll point okay. as well. The Bill Belichick coaching tree. I'm gonna declare it right now. You know how we talked about frauds last week? Frauds in the NFL, frauds. The biggest fraud perpetuated on the NFL fan public is the Bill Belichick coaching tree. That has been the biggest institutional failure that we were told was elite, that we were told was the gold standard when it turns out the Belichick coaching tree is no more than that palm tree in the summer that doesn't get enough water, the heat bears down on it, and then it just turns gray and the palm fronds start to fall into your yard. And then sure enough, the whole damn thing tips over, dies, shrivels, Mm. ceases to exist. The Bill Belichick coaching tree is flat-out trash and is the biggest sports lie currently on the planet. Let me go through the resume of this vaunted this. Bill Belichick coaching tree, okay? Who do you want to start with? Just give me, just give me a, a name. Of, can, we start uh, with, can we start? This is my favorite one. Yeah. Mr. Pencil in the Ear, Matt. Matt Patricia. We yes. sure can. We sure can. Love Matt Patricia. Dude. Matt Patricia. Uh not quite three full seasons as the head coach of the Detroit Lions. Matt Patricia, Mr. Pencil in, in the year, as, as, as Theo said. Replacing Jim Caldwell. Replacing Jim Caldwell. First year, 6-10. and 10. Okay. Second year, 3-12. and 12. Okay, that's regression. Fired after 4-7. and seven. <sighs> Matt Patricia. And then what did he do? He went back 
after serving as defensive coordinator for Bill Belichick, went back to the Patriots to be co-offensive coordinator with Joe Judge. And what happened? Trash. <laughs> Trash. Why don't we go to Joe Judge since we brought him up? Why don't we go to Joe Judge, all right? Uh, New York Giants. Uh, two seasons. Two seasons at the helm of the New York Giants. Mr. Joe Judge. Six and ten. Four and thirteen, Joe Judge. Everybody, Joe Judge. Well, no, you can't. Kn- one. You can't knock him for that while we're on because his headset, his headset was kind of screwing up, and the communication lines yeah, were down. Right. So that, right, right, that's right, at least right. one win he would have had. Right. The quarterback whisperer, uh-huh. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Let's do that now. Bill O'Brien. All things considered, yeah, if if the if the 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 Bill Belichick coaching tree is a river of sewage, at least. Bill O'Brien is that one small stream of maybe fresh water that isn't going to have diarrhea cascading out of you if you proceed to drink it in a survival situation, okay? Salvageable. Bill O'Brien, salvageable, right. Perhaps a bit life-giving, a little uncomfortable, but sustaining. (laughs) Bill O'Brien, why don't we give him credit for Penn State? Let's do this. Right off of the the Joe Paterno scandal, the Jerry Sandusky scandal – Eight and four overall, six and two in the Big Ten, seven and five overall, four and four in the Big Ten. But because he uh, he came in, he weathered the storm. The Houston Texans said, "Bill, come on, coach this team, and you can make the GM decisions as well." Come that on, Bill, come problem. on down. There come on down. Nine and seven, nine and seven, nine and seven in one of the worst divisions in football those three years. But he made the postseason. He won playoff games. Four and twelve. Then a jump to eleven and five, ten and six. Started zero and four. Gone. And now he's the offensive coordinator of that trash bag with that offense up in New England. Uh, Bill O'Brien. So I suppose it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But if that is the shining example, if that is the light on a hill of the Bill Belichick coaching tree, if that is the fruit that has grown off the branch, then, brother, I'm telling you, that tree sucks. I see your Bill O'Brien, and I raise you a Brian Flores. Let's do Brian Flores. <laughs> Let us. Brian Flores, who currently sits as the defensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings. Brian Flores, first year, 5-11. and 11. Second year, 10-6. and six. That's pretty good. Flirted with the postseason. Good year. Flirted with the postseason. 9-8. and eight. Flirted with the postseason. Flirted with the postseason. Oh, but an unadjusted loser who can't handle leadership responsibility. Disparaging his quarterback at every turn. Hiring offensive line coaches that are openly doing blow while talking to their call girl partner uh, out in Vegas. Ah, not a very good judge of character, that Brian Flores. A man who clearly didn't want to win because his owner tried to deliver uh, an entire Tom Brady to him. And Brian Flores said, no, 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 not doing it, no. And then he gets Tua, and instead of trying to to uh, to, to let the, the 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 talent flourish, he decided to try and stop it into the ground, try to kill it because he's big bad Brian Flores. And Brian Flores looks even worse now that Mike McDaniel has come in, and all he's doing is thriving with the same quarterback. And then Brian Flores, up this this is racism, and there was the lawsuit. Brian Flores sucks. And what I here's what I will say: He's doing pretty good as a DC. Like Sorry. he's a good DC. Sorry, right. 
He's not a good head coach. We haven't seen. He just can't lead people. He can lead a side of the ball. He He, can't lead people. He's really good at game planning against quarterbacks and making them a shell of themselves. Is there another? I mean, how how long is your list? Can I try one more? Yeah, give me one more name. Uh, Eric Mangini. Oh, Eric Mangini. Let's actually let's do that. I thought you were going to say Josh McDaniels, who was the basis of this entire. <laughs> yeah. campaign. But, he was uh, like, "Give me one more." You're right. You're right. Not let's, that one. That's I didn't not know how the, long uh, that list no, was. No, that's fine. That's fine. I can uh, through the power of the internet. I will assist you <laughs> in your research uh, desires here. Okay, here we go. Uh, Eric Mangini. New York Jets, 2006, 10 and 6, second in the AFC East. Eric Mangini, 2007, 4 and 12, 2008. (laughs) Brett Favre, 9 and 7, and out the door in favor of Rex Ryan, our man Mike Tannenbaum making that decision. But then, revival. In Cleveland, a second goal round for Eric Mangini, <laughs> disciple of Bill Belichick and the Belichick coaching tree. What do we got? 2009, 5-11, 2010, 5-11. And then that brings me to Josh McDaniels, who has just been fired from stop number two. Josh McDaniels, Denver Broncos, two years, 8-8, eight and 3-9. Eight, and nine. Doesn't even last his entire second season. <laughs> Gone. And now the Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, Waller, Max Crosby, Max Crosby on Hunter the defensive Renfro. side of the ball, Hunter Renfro. Myers. I saw your face stone about uh, Hunter Renfro. Is Theo stretching a yeah, little bit yeah, in terms of firepower with Hunter Renfro? Guy. Okay, and didn't he's Bill solid. Belichick dump off Jacoby Myers on the side of the road yes. and, and gave him to Josh McDaniels? Yes. And 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 Jacoby Myers is, is a is a good receiver. He's good. Yeah. Sure. He's not bad. Hey, since Tom Brady, I mean, if Tom Brady's not involved, we know. I mean, Bill Belichick, boy, that guy is developing he's players. Made, huh? He's made terrible decisions, too, yeah. like in, in, in personnel lately. Like, in, in Jacoby Myers is good. And then Las Vegas, <laughs> Las Vegas it's Raiders, good. Josh McDaniel, 6-11, and 3-5, and five, and he showing the door last night. In nasty work is he, firing. Is he caping for Josh McDaniels right now? I'm not sure what his whole. Oh no anti- no no! He just he was he, he thought maybe you were uh, you were stretching, exaggerating a bit. Um, the full the full capabilities of the Vegas offense, which is good. What? Not sure if Hunter Renfro is what put it over the top. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I didn't think Hunter Renfro deserved just to a be in this conversation. Yeah, just a difference of opinion. <laughs> he's not a. All right, he's not a star, but he. I mean, he's a good. He's a good player. He's, he's a, a good slot receiver. He's a jag. He's just a guy. He's I mean, a guy. It's, it's Hunter he's a guy. Yeah. He's just a guy, but he's a guy that produced at his spot when he his name was called. He was like a top 15 fantasy receiver one year, which I know doesn't matter as much. But it's I mean, let's be honest. For the Dolphins, River Craycraft produces. <laughs> I, I have a lot of guys who can produce. I hey, loved what Hunter did. you got to be a star in your role, and Hunter Renfro was a star in his at role. Clemson. Yeah. Oh, he beat me to it, Ken. Yeah, I was good. Go. Yeah, ah! We're on the same oh, page, Absolutely a star yeah. in his role yeah. in, the, in, in South Carolina. Uh, what's Y'all go the, stop. You know, I'm pulling up his stats. Keep going, What's okay. the biggest sports lie you've had foisted upon you? The biggest sports lie you've seen or heard, and me, I do declare Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, that the biggest sports lie that has been forced on me, I've been forced to accept that the Bill Belichick coaching tree, that is the standard, that is where football greatness resides, that is the family tree that produces results. Well, it turns out, turns out that family tree, it's the equivalent of a diseased, inbred, generational mm. stain on football society. <laughs> 
The Bill Belichick coaching tree is nothing more than a dead root. It's produced nothing of value. The Shanahan coaching tree, sign me up for that 10 times greater than the Belichick coaching tree. Mm. Sign me up for that yeah, because that produces, uh, that produces results. That produces modern-day football technique. Mm. That produces creative football thought. Outside of Tom Brady, what has Bill Belichick been? And once these coaches have left the, the orbit of Tom Brady, what have they become? The answer to that is nothing. Wow. The Bill Belichick coaching tree, my friends, I hate to break it to you on this glorious Wednesday in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. It's all a lie. Bill Belichick, the Tom Brady merchant. It's all a lie. The Tom Brady merchant, absolutely. Ooh. Because we can also have a conversation. What in the hell has Bill Belichick been without oh, Tom? Man. What is it? Because you we talk can about sit a fall here. Off. I mean, we're, we're, we can sit here and we can say, Bill Belichick, he's approaching. He is approaching the, the, the Don Shula wins mark. Greatest of all time, the man. Look at those championships. But Don Shula did it multiple generations. I mean, he had Greasy. Perfect season, 72, 73. And then he developed himself to a modern-day football coach, went and got Dan Marino, said, let's throw the hell out of the ball. Yeah. Let's rip this thing, Dan. Did he get to the finish line with Dan? No. Did it help revolutionize football? Absolutely. And to the bitter end, the bitter end on Shula, that man was still making postseasons. That man was still winning playoff games. Lost in the terrible finale for Marino in Jacksonville was that the whole week before he went to Seattle and won in the wild card round. Okay? So Don Shula was still winning. Whoa, what about Ken? Phil Jackson, he was nothing without Michael Jordan. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll contraire, my friend. Phil Jackson had the Bulls. Six championships with the Bulls. He left Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan left him. They parted ways. Where did Phil go? He went to the Lakers. Whole new set of egos. Mm. An entirely new generation of basketball. What did he do? Won championships. When we're talking GOAT coaches of all time, I would argue that Bill Belichick, he, he comes off now as the weakest the weakest because there was one man who changed his fortunes. One man who, who he lucked into. Who he lucked into. Yeah. Let's be completely clear about this. The Patriots didn't go and get Tom Brady Uh-oh. because they scouted him out. They did their research. Uh-uh. Late round pick like that? No way. Mm. No way. They locked into Tom Brady. They fell into Tom Brady, not the other way around. Tom Brady didn't fall to the great Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick, in fact, when all is said and done... When he decides to step away, which might come sooner rather than later, decides, the way things are going. Decides. I, I, I mean. It might not be his decision. He might get that 10 p.m. text. Absolutely. I think they're re-upping his contract. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's The book, voice of reason stole the bandwidth. He's booked for another five or six. When all is said and done. You're probably right. When all is said and done, Bill Belichick will owe his entire coaching existence to Tom Brady. Show his you right. His entire legacy to Tom Brady, the Bill Belichick coaching tree, is a lie. And that's a bar when you said they lucked into Tom Brady because not only did they get him in the sixth round, they also weren't, it wasn't like Tom Brady beat out Bledsoe in, in training camp. No. All Bill Belichick did was stick with the guy who was winning out after right. he got in there after injury. Right. Like, I, I mean, he made some good decisions down right. the line, but the, Tom the Brady Patriots was the guy. needed Drew Bledsoe, they needed one of his organs to explode in order for Tom Brady to take over the starting job. Okay? So let's be clear about this. The Bill Belichick coaching tree, as someone texted me this morning, it doesn't have branches. It's a stump. 
It's a stump. The Bill Belichick coaching tree is a shriveled palm tree. The Fromms had all turned gray and fallen off, and a slight gust of wind is going to blow it over. It's nothing. It's nothing. What's the biggest sports lie you've seen or heard? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. What is the biggest sports lie that's been foisted upon you? Because mine now, with Josh McDaniels out after one and a half seasons in Vegas, is that the Bill Belichick coaching tree is being reinforced to me is a complete falsehood. Now, this is going to be tricky because we have what they call in the business technical problems here at ESPN West Palm. I, through my my headsets, which is what allows me to hear you on the phones, I can't hear a damn thing. I can't hear a thing. I, I, I can hear nothing. I'm talking. I'm looking at Theo. I'm looking at Stone. We're conversing. We're conversating, but I can't hear the phones right now. What I'd like to do is still take calls, but Theo, you might have to field it. Yeah, Stone might I'll have to, to field them. Maybe if I get the gist of what's happening in this conversation, yeah. I will. I will yell something, or I will ask a follow up question through you. Yeah, but I can't hear anybody calling right now. But I don't want to discourage anybody from calling because chances are uh, you'd much rather talk to Theo and Stone than myself. Anyways, uh, what's the biggest sports lie that you've seen or heard? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 888-760-3776, social media, at KLV1063. Um, Theo, who lied to you? Who's done badly by you? Oh, man. I honestly don't know who to point the finger to, but the broad statement in all of this, and it's been a lie that's been told year after year, no matter all the burdens of proof we get, Lamar Jackson's not a good passer. Lamar Jackson's a limited quarterback. Lamar Jackson is somebody who you have to oh, build a certain way around. He, he limits your offense. He, he relegates what you're able to do as an offensive mind. Um, I look at the AFC standings uh, today, and, and I see the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, yeah, where are they at in the standings? Flo- floating right up there at the top right now. Oh, what was that, 5-2 uh, and two right now? Right up there at the top, 5-2, and two, hmm. uh, tied with the uh, three other Two lost teams in the AFC right, right they're, now. They're, they're a half game back yeah. via a bye. Yeah, via the bye. And mm-hmm. and I look at Lamar Jackson's stats here. Yeah. What do those stats read? He finally went out there and got himself a, a head coach that would spread the offense out, right? And Todd Munkin, right. who came out there and didn't say, hey, we're going to get you three tight end sets and have you run power and power uh-huh. and, and read options all day. And, and okay, let's see. Let's see. Because he's not a good passer, obviously. Right. Okay. Uh, 1,700 yards, uh, nine touchdowns. Okay, and these are all through the air. Uh, then I then I go back, Ken, because I'm thinking maybe this is just a small sample size. We're only eight weeks into the NFL season right now, uh, so maybe people have a point. Maybe I'm being too nitpicky. And I go back to Lamar Jackson's MVP season with the Ravens when he didn't even have this offensive uh, mastermind, quote uh-huh. unquote, in, in Todd Munkin, who's able to spread it out and give him a similar set to what he had in Louisville, and. He must have got all of his numbers on the ground in that MVP season I mean, of 2019, clearly. right? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Then I go back. I go, and this is why I love the internet just like you do. And, and you and Stone, though y'all are the kings of Googling, uh, I myself would at we least be a We are the Google jester. kings. I'm, uh, you're the, you're, you're the I'm what? like a jester. I'm a, I'm a joker. I'm like the, I'm, I'm right there. I'm near y'all. I'm just not the king of Googling. I'm like, I'm up Prince? there. Yeah, I would say if we're going uh, the castle hierarchy yeah. uh, analogy, I'm not sure jester is the way Theo wanted Well, I didn't to want to go joke. I didn't want to go jack. 
Because I was thinking cards when I said king, and I didn't want to go queen. I didn't. I just skipped over to Q. There's nothing wrong with being a queen. Not no, it's not. Just, you could be a prince. Not for me. You I could be, be the prince. You know, the prince. Right, I'm the prince of Googling then. How about what, the, what about the king's hand? I don't want to be the I'm the hell. I'm not the king's hand. Yeah. Screw you guys. I'm the prince of Googling. Uh-huh. And I go back to this 2019 season when he was named the MVP of the uh, of the NFL. And Stone, I don't know if you remember, was that his first full year starting? I believe it was. First full year starting. He led the league in touchdown passes with 36. Mm-hmm. So, okay. He's a not only an elite passer, um, he's also a guy who has an elite record as a quarterback in this league. Uh, though quarterbacks like Justin Herbert, quarterbacks like Josh Allen, quarterbacks like Joe Burrow keep getting touted over him. Even this offseason in the NFL, the reason we kept getting from, from all over the NFL that none of these GMs or coaches or owners wanted to buy into Lamar Jackson is they'd have to change everything around the guy. And he, he might not be the right fit. And now we got to run some kind of run option uh, system. Look at the Atlanta Falcons. I'm, I'm sure they can use a guy like Lamar Jackson right now, right? Probably. They're turning by the, the way, keys over to who? Taylor Heineke right now. Taylor Heineke is, huh. is your new Atlanta Falcons starting quarterback. Wow, so the Falcons have Heineke. I, I bet the Raiders wish they went out this offseason and got a guy like Lamar Jackson. Who's their starting quarterback this upcoming week uh, nine in the NFL? Uh, well, it's uh, Aiden O'Connell? Aiden O'Connell, pride of Purdue. So we got the Purdue quarterback uh, with the Raiders. And who's their starter? Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> And I'll take Lamar Jackson 10 times out of 10 over Jimmy Garoppolo. This offseason, Lamar Jackson would have been available to you for just two first-round picks. Two, two. How often in the NFL do you have an opportunity to get a quarterback who was a former MVP mm-hmm. in his 20s, mm-hmm. in his prime, for two first-round picks, and all you got to do is sign him to a contract? But Theo, he can't pass. He can't pass. He can't pass. Five and two. I just, he can't pass. He can't pass. MVP. If it's not collusion, all right, then it's pure idiocy on behalf of the decision makers throughout the NFL from owners down to head coaches and front office. How about this bar? If it's not collusion, it's just flat out delusion. Hey, I like that. Can I, like I get that. something? Can I get something off the... Is the soundboard working today? I have no idea. I don't know what's working and what's not. My headphones are now working again. I don't know. That was really good. That I was don't, a great one. I don't really know what to go with in, in, in a spot like that. I don't want to go... But ch- no, it's it was not a joke. joke. That was a bar. Good. It was a bar. Yeah. I mean, I guess like... A- oh, yeah. that's fine. That works. There we go. But that again, works. No, but for real, Ken, like in all seriousness... That is the biggest lie we've been told in the yeah. NFL and, but since this dude stepped foot in Here's it. what happens. Just like the Belichick coaching tree and the Lamar Jackson can't pass or the Tua doesn't have a strong arm, it's just lazy. It's so easy to fall back on those things and people refuse to, to change their tune. The analysts don't want to be wrong. Uh, they, they, they think if they're, they're loud and they're brash, they're correct. They're right. But as soon as they get proven wrong, then they don't have the fortitude, the guts to actually go back and admit they were wrong. That's a flaw in our industry. It's a flaw in yeah. fandom. You have this pride, and then your ego gets bruised if you have to own up to it, that you maybe, just maybe, were wrong about something that you were very loud about uh, for quite a long time, and you led the charge. I think it's simply laziness. It's laziness and an inability you actually admit that you're wrong, which is why Lamar can't pass still exists, why Tua doesn't have a big arm. That uh, still exists, and why the Bill Belichick coaching tree is something to strive for, why that still exists. I think it's also just flat-out malpractice. I mean, think about being a fan of any of these fan bases who have to root for guys like Zach Wilson with the Jets and guys like Mac Jones with the Patriots and, like I said, Taylor Heineke with the Falcons. If you're a fan of one of these teams, 
And, and how, how many times are we allowed to be wrong about Lamar Jackson? He floats to the end of the first round, right? And then this offseason, he's available again, and you're wrong about him again, and now he's going out there and proving it. Like, at a certain point, there need to be better, smarter guys in these decision-making chairs in the NFL. Uh, because as a fan, I would be pissed off. If, luckily, I'm a Carolina Panthers fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a, ooh, Lord. What a Freudian Did slip. you just hear that, Stone? Don't mark He that. just called himself, luckily, I'm a Carolina Panthers oh. fan. Luckily, I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. What I was going to say is, oh my God. luckily, they get one win. They get Carolina one win, Panthers and here he fan. comes. Oh, my gosh. He's off the Chiefs. Luckily, here he comes. Luckily, one team I'm loses, not. one team wins. Because no, But more specifically, that's a team this offseason who could have went out and got a guy like Lamar Jackson and wouldn't have had to give up DJ Moore and could have had a really reliable offense this year. I'm just saying, like, there's so many NFL teams. I can't believe that we're allowed to have this many teams miss yeah. on a guy that multiple times in his prime and everybody just moves on like it's okay. Right, right. I, I mean, he legitimately, people were trying to undermine him, undercut him making money yeah. because of a lazy narrative that exists. They didn't even want the dude to get bread, let right. alone bring him in there so I, he can win games for your franchise. Talkers, talkers. I don't get it. Highly paid sports talkers openly campaigning against him getting his. Yeah. I, it's it's stunning. Make it make sense. The New York Giants are We're not are, allowed to say bag. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Getting his edict from above. His his bread, his money, apparently bag has been overused by one person on uh, this show. I'm not going to say which one. We're going to come up with alternate names for bag <laughs> for making money uh, here on this show later on. What's the biggest sports lie you've seen or heard? Mine is that the Bill Belichick coaching tree is, well, a thing. It's not. It's bad. It's it, it has died. It has started to uh, let nature take its toll on it. It is now becoming one of the earth again. The Bill Belichick coaching tree is deceased. No more rings are growing on that tree any longer. Uh, for Theo, Lamar Jackson can't pass. What a lie. What a flat-out fallacy. What's the biggest sports lie that you've had foisted upon you, the general public? And good thing, I can hear you when you call now. So everything's been resolved. 888-760-3776. Social media is open. At KLV1063, what is the biggest sports lie you have seen or heard? 888 888- Seven six zero three seven seven six. Stone Lebanowitz will give us his when we come back. First, though, I want to tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. You experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care as offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho biggest sports lie you've seen or heard 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 that's theo dorsey that's stone labanowitz i'm ken levicka levicka theo and stone on espn 106.3 the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving Thanksgiving, Halloween last hey. night. I'm already looking ahead. You ready? 
I am ready. Thanksgiving yeah. rules. I'm ready for Christmas. It's Christmas season too, though, man. Here's is it Christmas season? It is Christmas season. I don't think it's Christmas uh, season. Mariah Carey have... put out her tweet this morning. Thank you. We don't have to have this debate now, but we can have it later. But what I will say is Thanksgiving oh, don't need a season. Thanksgiving is the day. Christmas season starts November 1st. It uh, runs through Thanksgiving. We have uh, we have 10-year-old Andy with us in studio from Wellington Elementary. And don't worry, folks. School's off today. He didn't get taken out of school for yep. a learning experience because tell you, he ain't learning much in here. All right? Uh, but Andy's Andy's parents apparently won a um, a prize, and the prize was to uh, be a part of Levicka, Theo, and Stone. Yeah, I don't know what type of event this was. <laughs> we were the grand prize, uh-huh. probably, man. But uh, but 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 Andy's parents are great, and they said, "Hey, Andy, ten year old Andy, why don't you come in here?" Um, so it's good to have Andy with us here in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Uh, Andy, I'm going to defer to you on this. Uh, is it Christmas season? Now that you went trick-or-treating last night, you got loaded up. Do you believe, 10-year-old Andy, that it is now Christmas season? He doesn't oh. think so, and he's right. It's not Christmas season. Andy, you're 100% right. Well, yeah, done. I don't think so. That's, that's, that's messed up, Andy. Now, here's the problem. At home, at the Levicka uh, domicile, Christmas or uh, Halloween decorations were being taken down today yeah. to make room for what I'm sure this weekend will be Christmas decorations. Uh, so do My you, wife just skipped season. She's had the Halloween stuff up since Labor Day, you and I had to, to negotiate with her for that. So it's Christmas season. It is Christmas season then. In, in my house, but not for me what? and my soul. <laughs> not for me and my what soul. You hear that, VV? <laughs> Like my 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 wife and uh, what season she's in and what season I'm in are different, but you know what? We coexist. It's fine. It works. But uh, but we have fundamental seasonal differences. You just gave me a great idea too. I'm gonna win a lot of points. I'm gonna surprise my fiance Ashley by pulling the Christmas tree out when she's gone. Whenever she leaves next, <laughs> wow. and I'm at home. I will pull it out and have it there waiting on her. That's going to be great. Instead of fighting it like Ken. Yes. Like, what are you doing, I'm not man? Fight it. He's, it's acting not like, like, he's acting like he's busy when she's getting the no, decorations out like, and stuff. It's not like my wife is pulling out the train that goes around the train. <laughs> I'm going to get home and pick it up and throw it against the wall. Like, no! You're the great. No! Put it away! Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm about to get the Christmas music going on the record player. I need to get the uh, the Temptations Christmas uh, album and get that on the record player. Get the Christmas tree out. Start decorating the lights. On the house, it's that time. Yeah, Mariah Carey's tweet this morning was, in my opinion, foul. I mean, she put a pumpkin on her head. She had the Halloween decorations on, the outfit, and then she was frozen in a block of ice. And they melted it, and she busted out into Christmas that her her song, obviously. And yeah. it was like, it's time. It's time, baby. And when Mariah Carey says it's time, I think it's time. Yeah. Christmas God. season is infectious. The music, the 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 ideas, the, it's the season of giving. Is it a holiday season? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Is it a holiday season? Also, what's the biggest sports lie that you've seen or heard? Because for me, the Belichick coaching tree it's it's just a bunch of mulch. It's just a bunch of mulch. It's not a tree anymore. It's mulch. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. It's about as real as the fake tree that Theo's putting out to impress his fiance Ashley. Hey, it might be fake, but it's Martha Stewart. Now, <clears throat> I don't know what that means. It's Martha Stewart tree. Martha Stewart brand. She makes Martha Stewart brand trees. Yeah, there's trees Martha Stewart curates, and it's really nice. And it's like the, the... eight feet tall. And it's going to be tough to get out of the attic. I'm going to have to put, get some push-ups in a day. And, right. and, and, okay. But, but what I will say is, you talked about that Bill Belichick coaching tree. There is one resounding name 
who probably is on a lot of people's coaching Mount Rushmore's, mm-hmm. who we have failed to mention. Now, maybe it's because he didn't do it at the pro level. Okay, yeah. He has a we, bad taste in everybody's mouth here in South Florida for what he did at the pro out, level. Nick Saban. But Nick Saban is a Bill Belichick disciple, and he is on the Mount Rushmore of legendary, all-time great coaches. So we got to give Bill Belichick a little something on that. Oh, how did he do as an NFL coach? You gave Bill O'Brien his props for Penn State stuff, so I just thought maybe yeah, I'd prop that years. door open. Does the tree change from pro to college? I'm not sure. The tree is a tree. I mean, I would argue that a lot of these Bill Belichick disciples might want to give the college ride a try. Hell yeah. Just give up on the NFL because it ain't happening. (laughs) It ain't happening. Uh, It's just not. Um, I I would argue that maybe the college route is different than the NFL route. We're having much more favorable conversations about Bill Belichick if – these people went to the college game as opposed to the NFL. Here's the problem. Bill the, O'Brien's on Nick Saban's sideline right now. The NFL got the right NFL on, got it? drunk on the Bill Belichick. Uh, the 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 mere uh, life force of Bill Belichick and kept making the same mistakes over and over and over and over again. So the NFL is perpetuated just based on how how um, uh, attracted. How, how just how drawn in they were by the mere presence of a Bill Belichick disciple, and they've helped perpetuate yeah. this more than anybody. And it's been a fraud. It's been a scam the entire time. The funniest part in all of this is, again, it goes back to one man, and that's number 12. Like, Tom Brady has laced so many people's pockets over these years, and he doesn't even know it. Like, the, the greater butterfly effect of Tom Brady um, which goes through Bill Belichick and goes through guys like Mangini and I guess not Saban because that was pre-Tom Brady, mm-hmm. but like the aura of Bill Belichick is all created off of the legend of Tom Brady. And if you look at the Belichick tree, it's almost like there's a Tom Brady tree because there's right. players that have gotten paid off of Tom Brady. Right. There are players who have gotten jobs. Now there are coaches that have gotten jobs off of him. Like the dude really, like one of the most impactful, influential players or people in sports ever. But man, it just there are there there's maybe one green leaf left on the Belichick coaching tree. Perhaps that Saban. Do Mike Vrabel is he in like yeah. A, yeah, yeah, a little yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. a little sapling? Yeah. But but did Mike Vrabel ever coach under Belichick? I'm not no, sure. No, he didn't. Co- I don't think he coached. He just under played Belichick. for him. So is that is he allowed to be considered under the Belichick tree? That's a sapling. He's just, he's like a sapling. He's like a. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's allowed to be part of the not, coaching. It's tree. not by I, definition. I, it's not. I don't know. I, I if if I were to become a coach, I would have taken a lot of things off of the people who coached me. Yes, but but yeah, coaching tree is specifically <laughs> supposed to be like people that coached under you. Like I can see right. if Belichick hired him as an assistant and then let him go off. But because then if you coach for thirty years, you're going to touch so many players that there's so many guys. I mean, again. Touch players in an in influential way. Mm-hmm. There's so many guys that you can claim to be under your coaching tree. I don't think that counts. Uh, what is the biggest sports lie that's been foisted upon you? Mine is the Bill Belichick coaching tree is anything legacy worthy. It's just abject crap. It's 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 bad. It's it's flat out bad. Theo says this this myth that Lamar Jackson can't pass and he's healthy and he's at it again. Well, passing pretty well. What is the biggest sports lie you've heard? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. What about you? Who, who has misled you, Stone? Uh, I think everybody. Um, I think my, my coaches in the past, 
Uh, I think general managers in the past, uh, everybody, bosses, I mean, whatever it is, everybody's in it for themselves nowadays. My, my biggest lie is that these, these coaches and stuff, they don't love you. They love what you can do for them. And this comes off of the back of Russell Douglas yesterday. Um, played for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he's had an illustrious career, I think, in the NFL. He's bounced around, made millions of dollars. There's a video circulating, him driving home from the facilities from the, the Packers, and he's decked out head to toe in some Green Bay Packers gear. He's got the hoodie on, the quarter zip, the pants, whatever it is. Finds out 30 minutes after he posted social media that it got traded to the Bills. Like I, I'm so sick and tired of watching these players get traded and not even know about it. Like, like these players, they're just lied to. Like Coaches don't love you. This is a business. You have to understand it. How do you fire Josh McDaniels when he's passing out Snickers on Halloween with his children? You can't wait a few days? <laughs> like This has nothing to do on a personal level. It has everything to do on the business side. Time and time again, Deion Sanders a month ago, he's sitting in a presser, and a reporter asked him, hey, you know, you had Connor Ziegler, and I'm making up a name, but it was his starting center. You had Connor Ziegler step in today. How do you think he did? Deion Sanders legitimately said, who? Uh, who? He didn't know who was starting at center for him. I didn't have a clue. Well, then get, get, get what we played yesterday, uh, if you could. If you could bring it back up. Uh, Deion Sanders then, he <laughs> no didn't wonder. know the name of his starting center, <laughs> but now he's openly a college head, head coach. Talking about 18 to 22-year-olds, he's openly saying, hey, we're just going to get rid of them. 100%. And get, get, get new guys in here. Like that, that is an extremely disingenuous. It's a, it's a very disingenuous sport, yeah. very disingenuous business. Like it, it, it just is. We should have known that. I didn't even realize the month ago that Dion said that because I should, we should have known he was looking but, for new guys if you don't know the name but, of the current guys. Let's, let's talk about the, yeah, like Josh McDaniels. Yeah, that sucks. He got, he got fired on, on Halloween, presumably out with his kids, all this stuff. That said, they they brought in everything he needed to win football games, and they were flat out bad. They were just bad. They were bad. And then you've got your star player that you traded for, Devontae Adams, that you paid, and he is sounded like he's in a deep, dark depression uh, because he got one target or one catch for 11 yards on national television. He's being wasted after the GM, who also got fired, uh, decided Derek Carr, see ya. Uh, Josh McDaniels, I'm sure, was in on that decision as yeah. well. They bring in Jimmy Garoppolo, and that's been a disaster. I mean, I I think Josh McDaniels probably had it coming. The timing, not good, but I think you had to do it after that Monday night. Yeah, it, it was um, – something had to shake, right? Like, you, you weren't going to trade Devontae Adams for whatever reason. Um, they didn't want to go into a mode where it felt like they were sellers. So what did they do? They just overhauled the whole staff, got rid of the OC, got rid of Josh McDaniels, got rid of the GM – uh, and then I like the fact that Antonio Pierce, he's, he's former Giant, gets to be an interim coach in his first debut game against the Giants. Yeah. That'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. I cannot believe, by the way, Antonio Pierce is a uh, <laughs> second year of coaching. He is a head coach in the NFL. That's pretty crazy. That is well, pretty crazy. I mean, Jeff Saturday came off of NFL Live to coach last year. So I don't <laughs> think, I mean, I'm not surprised by anything now. <laughs> you know what? Touche. Yeah, if, like, well if, next, if next week Ken Texas is like, hey, not going to be on the show today, man. I got to, uh, I guess, who will be I'm next? coaching the Commanders. The Packers. <laughs> the Packers needed some help this, uh, this Sunday. I'm, uh, 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 I got a Zoom meeting with Jordan Love, yeah. guys. Sorry. Uh, 
so, so sick and tired uh, of hearing players learning that they are traded when they were scrolling on Twitter. That is really annoying. How is there not communication before this stuff gets out is leaked to the actual media? I, I I'm with you on that. I don't understand the process because yep. if you're a GM or somebody who's behind the scenes making this happen, you get it done, right? It's a plus plus in your books and you fist pump a little bit. But what's the one thing you forgot? To hit the grown ass man up yeah. to let him know, well, hey, we're shipping you off to Buffalo. But what you're saying that the, the player experience is different than the coach experience. Yeah. Like, I'm, Mark uh, Mark Davis, I'm sure flat out told uh, flat out told Josh McDaniels, "Hey, dude, we're done." There's no doubt. And then yeah. Schefter heard about it, and like Josh McDaniels was not finding out about it scrolling through his phone. But the Packers example you mentioned, yeah, like that happens a lot. I would be willing to bet Chase Young found out he was going to San Francisco via social media before <laughs> the Washington anybody in Washington. Yeah. Got a hold up. Nobody's saying that's fear for him, though. He's he kind of came up. There are, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. There are exceptions to the rule, of course. There are player coach relationships, and we're going to get into some Tyree Kill Andy Reid stuff, right? You would think that this guy was going to be cheap for the rest of his life, but that's not what any of this is about. My lie, the biggest one I've been told is that uh, coaches care about their players, and it's to a degree, it's to an extent, but there's just too many examples that point me in the wrong direction. Uh, what is the biggest sports lie you've seen or heard? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Stone has a problem with uh, coaches and uh, organizations who say, hey, you the player, we care about you. We care about you. You're part of the family. Come here, come here. Come, come to the team bosom. Come here, come here. No, 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 that's a lie. It's a lie. Uh, you're just a number. You're a number. Asset. Uh, yeah, you're an asset. Exactly. And when uh, you're no longer useful, see you later. And you can find out about it on Twitter. Uh, Theo, Lamar Jackson can't pass. Lamar Jackson can't pass. Can't win with Lamar that Jackson. That is a lie. You can't win. By the way, here's a quote from Arthur Blank. We mentioned the Falcons. Arthur Blank, their owner, the Falcons, who they sure as hell would love to have Lamar Jackson right now. Um, here's Arthur Blank from March. March. Immediately. Quote, there's no question Lamar Jackson's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Looking at it objectively, there's some concern about whether or not he can play his style of game for how long that can last. Hopefully a long time, but he's missed five, six games each of the last two years. End quote. This is a man who was okay with Desmond Ritter being his, uh, one, his, his, his top ten pick, and then his starting quarterback. We're talking about a team that trotted out Marcus Mariota, then Desmond Ritter, and now Taylor Heineke. And you expect these fans to keep on investing in the team, buying jerseys, getting season tickets. When Arthur Blank went on the record to tell you why Lamar Jackson was not a good idea. It's ridiculous. I, I, just, there's literally no excuse for it. I know a decade from now when we reflect back on Lamar Jackson's career, we're going to be like, how in the hell did teams consistently pass up on this dude year after year after year? And I will say one little hitch in that player trade thing. I wonder, sometimes I always wonder, though, a team doesn't can't notify players all the time before the trade gets done because what if the trade don't get done? It don't get past the finish line, and now you told this guy, hey, we're trading you, and then you don't trade him, and now you got to go back and coach this guy through the rest of the season. There, that's one devil's yeah. advocate point. You're making it harder than it is. At least be transparent with them. Hey, we're yeah. having talks. Be, be open with we're them. We're having talks is not a great uh, thing to, me, to hear for But it's not too bad. No, but for me, if I, were, if I were a professional athlete and I heard that there was a team that potentially was looking for my services, I got to be, all right, like, let's hear it out. And then you just, at some point, the player does have to be professional. Trade didn't happen. Let's get back on the horse. No doubt. Do your job. No That's doubt. a lot but easier I, said than done. Okay. Of course it is. But for, I also especially think, for some guys. But I, for some guys, then maybe this ain't for them. Right. You know, like you can't have that mindset and be elite. Yeah. Uh, that soft mindset. That's true. 
What's the biggest sports lie you've seen or heard? For me, it's the Bill Belichick coaching tree is actually worth the crap. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Also, for you, is it now the holiday season? 888-760-3776. He's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz from Wellington, 10-year-old Andy. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Sports lies. There's so many out there. Flat out lies. Like the Buffalo Bills. They can overcome adversity. Oh, the turf is too tough. Oh, the weather's too hot. Oh, the travel's too long. I mean, how soft are they? How soft are they? The Buffalo Bills, man. They're very soft. I, I, I know. Before the season, I said, and I know I'm gonna. They're gonna come. People are gonna come back with, oh, Ken, uh, they mopped you by Bills, 28 points. Bills beat up the Dolphins. Beat up the Dolphins. I said that championship window is closing. And then Jim Nance on that same broadcast against the Dolphins saying, oh, that was preposterous, preposterous. People saying, oh, maybe that championship window is closing. And I took that personally because Jim Nance <laughs> is like talking to me in that spot. He was. But then since then. The Bills have looked like a team whose championship window is really closing. And that's like that personal. Yeah. How about that, Jim Nance? Yeah, eat that, Nance. It's personal. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me, speaking of Nance, though, reminds me of when I was in Dallas last year uh, for the Conference USA Basketball Tournament and attached to the hotel we're staying in, FAU Basketball staying in, is a uh, is a, a bunch of offices, medical offices, and a chiropractor. And Tony Romo was going to see a chiropractor. He has a notoriously bad back. Tony Romo. Hold Tony Romo. I'm getting ready to start the show. I'm sitting in the lobby of the hotel after I've uh, I've I've uh, been able to commandeer one of their computers in their lobby because that's how I do radio shows, oh, man. Yeah. That's what we do. We grind away here on the Vic Theo and Stone. Tony Romo walks in. This man's worth millions, millions, millions. I mean, CBS is sending him uh, a seven-figure check every two weeks, and he's getting the free coffee out of the hotel lobby. Oh, man. I, mean, I, I I could not believe it. Do you not have enough already, Tony? Could not believe it. Couldn't <laughs> believe it. Go to Starbucks. Help the economy, yeah. Tony. Uh, where are we going to? Jeremy in West Palm? Palm? Jeremy in West Palm. Jeremy in West Palm here on Levicka, Theo, and Stone. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, guys. How are you today? Good, man. All right. So, uh, like how Stone just said that coaches don't care about the players. Yeah. I just don't think organizations in general care about the people they employ because, uh, even though the Panthers just went to the Stanley Cup last year, their biggest known before that was uh, leaving Gerard Gallant on the side of the road, <laughs> packing his stuff into a taxi cab <laughs> to go catch a plane back to Florida. Yeah, that is true. That is very, very so true. I just think as a whole, you know, and like Jeannie Bustle to say, she cares about her players, which she probably does. But uh, at the end of the day, if she could move one to make the team better overall, she probably would too, just, you know just to make the team better so you can win another championship and make more money at the end of the day. And also, it's not holiday time yet. It's not Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is when holiday time starts. I'm tired of this blasphemy of October. No, it's spooky season, yeah. But now from spooky season, it's fall, and then Thanksgiving time hits. Black Friday, that's that's holiday time. Yes, thank you, Jerry. Thank you. I'm only 31, so I've lived out a short time. I've lived more in Black Friday, now starts on Thanksgiving Day, which I think is outrageous. I used to have to do that because I worked at a, a home decor store in the mall that started selling Christmas things in July. Man. So, yeah, it's kind of annoying. Jesus. You <laughs> see, big, big holiday. Big holiday is completely taken over our lives, Jeremy, and appreciate the call, and I'm with you. Uh, somebody's got to stop the madness at some point. 
We've got to stop the madness. Here, here's what I'll say as a person now tasked with putting Christmas decorations up, like actually hanging lights and, and going up and doing some of the difficult tasks that come along with that. I'm not going to knock anybody for putting stuff up like this week, and I won't knock anybody for not taking it down until February-ish because it, it's such a task to do. It's like let that stuff linger, man. Enjoy it. Like let it be your, your – <laughs> I don't want to put it up on Black Friday and take it down on December 26th like – it's a waste of labor. But here's my thing. What you're what you're proposing, where we just keep extending the extending. holiday season, extending, extending, extending. What if in like May, I put up my Dolphins flag and I break out the grill and I start tailgating at uh, Hard Rock Stadium? You know what they're going to tell me? They're just going to get the hell out of here. This isn't football season. Like That's the equivalent of that. Like there's got to be, there's got to be some separation. No. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. And what we're doing with this all-year stuff, with the draft being moved and with NBA free agency, what we're doing is we're never separating. And then we're we're exhausted by the time the actual seasons come. You take me as a full-blown HOA kind of guy, like a Karen. Like this, You should be a part of the HOA. Like anytime anybody puts up lights, nope. No, nope. <laughs> it's not the day. Hey, and no. you rip them down. It's not HOA. And you stockpile them. It's a personal preference thing. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to help society. Like, we we need That's separation. That's what HOA people say. Everybody, like, social media has has is completely <laughs> taken over our lives. Everything's oh. overload. Artificial lighting. People aren't sleeping well because they're checking their phones at 1 a.m. or the TV is on. Everybody's senses are overloaded. And I think this is part of the conversation the seasons like hey when it's this time of year then you enjoy it and then when it's not that time of year go find something else and then your heart is going to miss it so badly you'll appreciate it more when it comes around that's what i'm fearing is happening with the holiday season where we're selling christmas decorations in july it It has a lot to do with taylor swift i think i think honestly i'd put all the blame on her like whatever's hot whatever's (laughs) gonna make the most money you know we just show it to the forefront Christmas people, obviously, they've been lacking in the money department. Haven't really, you know, oh, had the, yeah. be- you know, they got to, they got to get involved, jump in the water. Now's the time they just start taking advantage of people. I'm telling you, big holiday is killing our yes. society. It is, it, it is killing our American society. Uh, by the way, uh, Brandon messages in. How about 76ers uh, telling their fan base trust the process? That's a lie. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of a lie. I love it. By the way, did the uh, did a local sandwich shop uh, not a fan of just walk in through our door? I mean, not even through the door, like all the way into the office. Like, how do, how is that possible? How is that possible? How how is it possible? We're supposed to have locked doors, and someone just walked right in. Like, what is happening? What Stephen Ross? You own this building. What is happening? You have us up on the sixth floor of our parking garage in the blazing sun, and now our security apparatus isn't working. What was that? He could yeah, have been what's anybody. That? He just casually walks off what right there. What is happening around here? Yeah. Jesus, man. It was freaky fast. <laughs> You're freaky uh, uninhibited into our office, too. Uh, that's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3.